Welcome back to the Fit Mind Fit Body Podcast Special Gone Nuts series. It's time for a monthly update from one of our intrepid Gone Nuts athletes. How has their training gone? What are they thinking about with the event just around the corner? And what are they learning about themselves? All these questions and more will be answered in the next 15 minutes. Fit Mind Fit Body, we have Tim Gunton, a yet another checkup on how he's going training for the Gone Nuts. If you might remember, Timmy and Sharon were off on a cruise. So in an important part of our training sort of period, when they often, most people are training, starting to get longer and longer, you put yourself on a cruise. Hey, Timmy, tell me, how did it go? Uh, the cruise was fantastic. It probably wasn't the best for training. Um, Plenty of uh, food and drink, actually. No, I'll, I'll rephrase that. Too much food and too much drink. Um, but in saying that, we did go to shore three days, uh, and on two of those days we did run. One day I was uh, a little bit under the weather, so I just struggled to walk. But on, on the two run days, it was probably good because it was really hot. Well, hot for Tassie. I know some of your people, um, there's someone up in Broome or somewhere it's there hot. that – yeah, that once the uh, wants it to be warm, I thought, no, that's no good. It was hot and humid, and I sweated a lot of the uh, the excess out, which is really good. So, uh, cruise was great, but now it's yeah back into training and has been back since Friday, and uh, yeah had a bit of a yeah. run in the last few days, so it's good. So tell me, I'm still fascinated. Did you get to run around the deck on the ship? I ran around the deck on a couple of days. There was a a running circuit that was, I think, 530 metres or something. Um, I reckon in the, the 10 days I probably did, well, I ran probably about eight times around that circuit. Uh, it was a good circuit. Um, it did cop a fair bit of headwind in one point, but it gave her a tailwind. And I did actually have it on Strava, but I, I got rid of it on Strava because it gave uh, – I was running about two-minute Ks with the, the way the stick was moving, which was pretty good. Um, so but I, I couldn't uh, work out the technology to have the what's just on, on laps. But um, no, it was good. I uh, did a little bit of work on the treadmill, but that was a bit bit um, interesting because you're sort of looking at the water yeah. <laughs> on the treadmill, which didn't help. But uh, So I did a little bit on the track, but not much. Yeah. Anyway. I was wondering how that was going to go. Like you see it in movies, or at least I've seen it in movies, people running around tracks on cruise ships or, or even trying to use the gym in a cruise ship. and. I know when I get on a boat, I love going on a boat, but at first your stomach feels a bit funny and it's like, oh, I can't actually can't imagine doing that. Hmm. No, it was, a, it was a different experience. Yeah, pro probably running around the deck wasn't so bad because you, you know, you sort of, I don't know, sometimes you, you space on the side when you run along, especially at times, but yeah, on the treadmill is a whole new experience when you sort of can feel what we're looking at the waves, you can feel it going up and down a bit, which wasn't, yeah, it was interesting. How far did you run on the islands on the couple of runs that you did? Uh, they were more walk slash runs. Uh, well, how many, how long? And, uh, I should ask how long rather than how far. Uh, we did a 13k and uh, a okay. 17k, so that was. Um, I think about two hours for the the, the 13K and we'll yeah. say three hours for the 17K because we were walking. And then um, by the time we sort of worked out where we're going, um, 
it's a fine where you sort of went off course a few times, which doesn't really matter when you don't really know where you're going. But we, we made it back in time to reboard the ship, so that's all that matters. That is all that matters. No, I think it's also good for endurance, isn't it, really? We were talking about that today. Um, you know, when you get conditions that aren't ideal and you still go out and do it, it's quite um, – it's good for your endurance. And actually, if you could repeat, well, Timmy and I met up earlier today and he ran to where – we all went off for a run and then he and Sharon ran home as well. Tell us a little bit about that experience because I think that's quite interesting. Yeah, I can't really remember exactly what I said. Yeah, um, right. yeah Sharon and I, we ran down to um, the Frosties and the other people's running group. It's about a 8K downhill run to get to the start and then uh, most people ran about 5Ks. I actually walked about 2Ks and uh, made it off the start and then <laughs> – we had a, an 8K run uphill to, to finish or to get back home. Uh, it's only like about 18, 19Ks all up. But um, as I was saying to Michelle earlier, one of the things that I did find, I was feeling a bit tired from running the last couple of days or slash running walking the last couple of days. But one of the good things uh, for today's session was when thinking about go, going nuts, there's those times, in it, well, any any run, run race where you've got to not feel like it. So... That, that sort of helped today to know I had eight k's of um, uphill on the way back where I didn't feel very good. So it was a matter of uh, running for half a k here or there and then having a bit of a walk and trying to pick the spot to run and uh, yeah, getting back to walking and basically yeah. just keep moving, uh, moving forward and looking at the watch thinking, okay, that pace is a bit slow, but it doesn't really matter about the, the time or the pace as long as you're uh, hopefully heading in the right direction. It, it makes me think of... The understanding that doing these sort of events, it's actually not just about what your physical body can do. There's so much mental stuff going on. And when you have those experiences like you did today, it wasn't necessarily that, I mean, yes, your body, you had put it under a lot of strain over the last few days trying to catch up on <laughs> running that maybe you didn't do while you were cruising. But, and as a result, you know, you didn't feel like it, it physically you didn't, but also you have to get over it in your head. And so experiencing that, so you're training that endurance stuff in your head as well, not just physically. I think that it was great that to go through that and to be able to recognise that's happening. Oh, exactly, Michelle. And that's probably one of the hardest things for, for any well, long-distance events or even short-distance mm. events. Um, you know, anything, I suppose, over half marathon is, you know, at some stage you're going to have that mental thought of, I don't want to do this or, mm -hmm. or is it... Uh, and on how far we've gone, if I turn around, is it quicker to quicker to go back? But um, yeah, just getting through. Like we all know, you're going to be times when it feels like um crap, and there, there'll be times, hopefully, where where it feels a bit better. Um, so I just put up with the good times and the bad times. And one of the things I didn't do today, I didn't, um, I did have uh, food with me, but I didn't have any nutrition. And I know when I'm feeling a bit down, I should have something to eat or or something, um, which I didn't have, and that. Yeah, I don't know when it's training the body to, to do that, but mm. um, it's just being forgetful and not being prepared, yeah. which uh, hopefully will happen on the ground. Well, hopefully that I will be prepared with the nutrition on, you know, run day, race day. Well, um, it was like a reminder for you, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's also, I was talking to Joe while I was running today and we actually got into a conversation about that whole comfort zone type of thing. And that often the things that we really want or those goals that we set ourselves, 
they're actually on the other side of getting uncomfortable, whether it's physically and often it's mentally as well. So I think, you know, pushing ourselves as as you did today beyond that and, and realize like you're training, it's like training a muscle, I think, to get uncomfortable because that's what we're going to feel, as you said, in the gone nuts race. Oh, exactly. And, and you know, the, the amount of people that you talk to that are the same situation as, as Joe, they, you know, there's the same thought and, you know, it's just a matter of talking to the people you trust. Like you get lots of advice from people, mm. which is great, but um, you have to be careful about the, the advice you listen to uh, mm. or the advice you, you take note of. It's always great to listen to everyone, but as we know, we've all got different experiences in, in our runs and races, so just trying to filter out the, the good stuff and the bad stuff. Mm. And yeah, I was actually talking to Joe about a few other things today, and it was really great. It's much the same, same path. Oh, that's so cool. I think... It's kind of you've got to try on different jackets, don't you, and see if it works for you because, you know, we all have different bodies. I, I was reading something today about shoes and the same thing. It's like there's so much marketing out there about, you know, running shoes and exercise shoes and a lot of it is, you know, you're just being pushed whatever the latest marketing thing is, whereas the reality is, you know, whatever shoe fits you best and serves your purpose for whatever it is that you're going to do, that's the shoe you should get, maybe not the shiniest or the one with the – you know, super cushioning or no cushioning or whatever the latest trend is. It's kind of interesting. Exactly. And we, we're probably lucky here in one system. We've got a couple of great uh, shoe shops without mentioning anyone's names, but. Um, <laughs> not the ABC. You, you know, can mention them both. It's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're not who, um, yeah, we won't say find your friend in the running company, but they're, they're, they're They've great actually people. both been on and, the podcast. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that's great. And the idea is if, if I find, find someone that's comfortable with, selling shoes or not selling you actually that's it you don't let them sell your shoes let them discuss what you need yeah. and come up with a we you know with what shoes the, the shoes i'm wearing now are absolutely fantastic i've changed brand and um yeah just because of recommendations from um find your feet and it's yeah. it's wonderful awesome i guess i'm gonna look down at your feet next time <laughs> <laughs> what yeah <laughs> what are you wearing? Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I can actually uh, ask. It's fine. LA is the, the sportiva. Oh yeah, yeah. I have but, had. Um, I've heard some yeah. good things about them recently as well. Yes, um, yes. Discuss those with the coach, and I shall. As they say, oh. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> different, uh, different shoes for different people, and um. Sorry about that. I just got a cramp when I was sitting there. Oh, you I didn't. Going, I didn't even notice. I just thought you were laughing. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's why I went all funny. Yeah, yeah, different shoes. And as I say, the same shoe doesn't fit each person, the same brand or the same maker shoe. Um, because I'm quite a heavy runner. Um, yeah, John and Amy suggested those ones, which is great. Awesome. I love it. Um, all right, now back to what's coming up for you for the next four weeks. Because I think we must be like six weeks out. I was keeping a count, but I've lost count now. I think it's about, might be six and a half weeks. What's coming up yeah, for I you for your training? Um, training, I think I was going to modify my training program a bit, but um, I'm, I think now I won't. No, yeah, my training program's been blown out of the water, so I'm not going to worry too much Literally about. the water. Uh, Literally blown yeah, out of the water. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but what, what I'll plan to do is um, I'll try and do a few longer runs, a few, you know, 30Ks, 40, well, no, it's, we'll stick with the 30s. Uh, and a few back-to-back runs, I still have to do a night run or a couple of night runs or slash walks to get used to yeah. um, the, the the dark weather. 
uh, who will say that'll be it. Probably I'll do a few um, longer runs, a few back to backs, and I might actually get on my um, my push bike, which I actually got out yesterday. Went for a ride, so hopefully I'll do might do a couple of long runs in the next four, four, five weeks, and leave the last week and a half for for a taper or so. That sounds like a good plan. I, I actually haven't done. Someone mentioned the other day in an interview, I think it was Bronte, that she'd been out in the dark. And I thought, oh, I haven't done that yet. I really do need to do that as well. It, it is, and I've not that I've done it, but um, I just noticed we've done a few of the running groups that run trial runs of a night in, in the winter months. You know, I, I think I mentioned to you one day up at um, Duvalon, there was a spot there where a sign was. You know, great in the daylight, but in the nighttime, I went straight past it and thought, where am I? Where am I? So, uh, uh, you know, that's one thing is just to, in the nighttime, get used to looking for markers or, or signs and um, not going the wrong way. And also that the footholds, the, the different um, different animals, like for those people that um, from the mainland are coming down, they probably don't know about our venoms and snakes get out in the... Uh, in the nighttime, especially going down nuts way. So there'll be lots of snakes waiting to drop on people and, and such. They don't come out at nighttime, do they? <laughs> no, no, they don't, Frosty. No, no, no. I think now you're scaring me. I'm thinking, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> and I, I don't no. really like snakes, but I don't, I'm not that petrified of them. Already. No, the snakes all hide at nighttime. And the good thing about nighttime running, if you've got a torch on, you can actually see the spider webs across the track. Oh, brilliant. So you, you can actually put your hand up and break the spider webs before you run headfirst into a spider web. It's all the little eyes that look back at you when you've got a torch <laughs> at night. <don't>? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not usually running, though. I'm usually, like, camping or something. And you see, like, all the possums and even lizards and things, like little eyes looking back at you. It's like, whoa, <laughs> who knew that? It's kind of crazy. Um, Is there anything you're worried about at the moment between now and the start of the of the event? Oh, not really. The, well, the usual thing is, you know, it's got to be you haven't done enough training. Um, probably mm -hmm. a bit no, but um, it's always better, I think, sometimes going under train. Uh, have I put too much weight over Chris on over Christmas, New Year? That'll be a definite yes. Will I be able to lose that in the next four or five weeks? Probably not. Um, but no. Storage, just, isn't it? Isn't that going to help you get over those hills? You're going to need it if you're going to be running for the best part of a day. Yeah, well, I did actually think about turning into a beach ball so I could just roll down the hills. And there you go. For, for a while, that was looking looking like what was going to happen. But How do you get up? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, that, that's Need someone to push you up. Who's going to push you up? <laughs> yeah, hopefully there'll be a tailwind. <laughs> is, is there anything? No, nothing worried. You're not worried? Too much to worry about. No. What about excited? Is there anything you're really looking forward to? Uh, the finish line. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I'm actually just looking forward to actually the the, um, the event. You know, the the event. Um, seeing people on the track. Hopefully, hopefully there'll be someone at, at the back end to talk to, and just I about be going around there. Have, <laughs> I'll be yeah, there. Well, trying to have fun. Um, the, the people you see in the you know the support people along the way. Hopefully, we'll mm. see Simon along the way, and um, yeah. My water boy. High five. Yeah. My water boy, yeah. <laughs> but no, just, just meeting the people and just, you know, and also the, the volunteers, just you know, being able to yeah. thank the volunteers that are out there on course and 
and the organisers because, like, we all do these events and we sometimes don't stop and think about the, the preparation that goes into it. Mm. And, you know, I, over so many, it's not just, you know, the the week of the, the run, it's the, the forward planning, as you know, with um, mm. LRC and other things. There's, mm. there's a lot of stuff that goes in to make, um, make it successful. So it'll be a chance to thank those, you know, people that out there in the course that, that help mm. and the people behind the scenes that help. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Go the volunteers. Without the volunteers, there would be, you know, these events wouldn't be possible because it is such a big endeavour to keep us all safe as well and give us the opportunity to explore these and these things and um, go out on adventures, which are, you know, purely something we want to do to tick off a, you know, a fun thing. (laughs) We may not think it's fun sometimes, but we're out there. All right, Timmy, is there anything else about your training coming up or having just gone, your training just passed that you want to share with us before we close off? No, it's it's all good. It's, um, yeah, we just um, I'll keep uh, hopefully going forward for the next yeah, five weeks or so before or six weeks before the event and we'll see what happens on race day. I'm sure it will be amazing and we'll all get together and have a photo probably for, oh, I don't know how we're going to do that actually, but we'll see how we do that. <laughs> we, I guess oh, we're yeah. all at the start line, but maybe not all at the, at the start line. Because, uh, yeah, well, that's it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or, or, at the, or at the bar afterwards. Yes. You, you'll have to pick a bar, which which pub we under afterwards, or which um, we don't need alcohol, but we can have non-alcoholic drinks. Do they stay open until two or three or four in the morning, <laughs> or whatever time it is we all come in? Oh, mm. There's always the next day. <laughs> there is always the next day. This is true. All right. Don't jump off straight away, but thank you to me for sharing. Looking forward to hearing how you go in the next few weeks because I think when we talk again, you'll be pretty much hitting the tapering. So that's crazy. Oh, yeah, that sounds... I know. That's madness. At least the next time we talk on the podcast. So thank you for sharing. It's been awesome and well done. No worries, Michelle. Thanks, mate. And just like that, we're another step closer to the start line. Big thanks to our runners for sharing their progress and to you for cheering them on. Remember, it's the journey, not just the destination, that shapes us. Keep supporting our crew as they push towards that start line. And if you're enjoying this series, we would love to hear from you. Why not leave us a review and share the podcast with friends? Let's all go a little nuts together.